With the invention of the Roll With Jay series, I thought I might throw my hat into creating a segment. I decided to go with a topic that is a demon of my own creation. The Cupboard of Shame. I know that time and effort are needed to make any game. I am in no way saying each game is bad or indeed shameful. Just out of the ordinary for me to have purchased them. I'll be able to cover one game in each segment, giving the reasons for not only buying it, but how much playtime I gave the game in question. Best just to say that I'm going to give this a go and see where it leads. You have stumbled upon Cupboard of Shame. It's me, Squidge. I'm not just by myself, it's no script this time. I'm here with a good friend of the show. He sat opposite me, looking very dubious and probably wondering how he can get to the door quick enough. Uh, it's Chief Problems. How are you doing, Chief? Make some noise. I'm very well, thank you. Awesome, good to know. Right, so I would say you've never been on Cover of Shame before, but neither have I, so this is a should be a fun one. A figure premier, out as we go along. A premier, sure. Yeah, pre- premier, my ass is. <coughs> yeah, that was that for your premier show. Um, good. <laughs> it's staying in. Uh, so my original idea for the Cover of Shame is the, the idea behind it is games that you have bought in your past, played it, but it's games that you don't know why you bought it, but you did anyway. Um, sort of like your complaints about the game, why you want to stick it in the cupboard of shame, the good points, the bad points, uh, or the, um, chat about it, I'll bring up some facts about it if I've got them, which I kind of do, but don't. I've, I've played a lot of games myself, so chances are I'll know about these uh, bits and bobs. So... So I've previously put in Iron Man from 2008, the official movie tie-in game, which was crap. Um, difference is, because I've got a friend here, I don't have to rely on a script and head squidge hell and abuse at me. That's your job today. Oh, lovely, lovely. Yeah, so I, I thought you might like that. No pleasure, no pleasure yeah. always. Yeah. So, um, right, so this is the cupboard of shame. I already have Iron Man 2008 in there. I've got a list as long as my arm and my leg of stuff I want to chat about, but since you're the guest, I don't really have one in mind, so we'll just riff on whatever game you choose. So what do you want to put into the cupboard of shame? Well, today, I I want to put Skyrim into the cupboard of shame. Now, Now, which version? um, The (laughs) Which version? Yeah, well, I guess um, the original version I played was the PS3 version. Ooh, going back a bit. We're going to talk about the PS3 version, I guess. Um... So, how I've interpreted it is that it's a game that I've bought Mm. and it's shameful in the sense that I've never actually really finished it and I've given up on it. (laughs) So, it's not to say it's a bad game, but it's definitely one of the games that I've not finished Mm. um, just because I can't be bothered to push through to it. And I'll explain explain why. Uh, Because... I mean, I was mega excited about it to begin with. But I remember before people were talking about Oblivion, mm. and I, and that that had passed me by, so I, d- I didn't really know about it. Uh, it but it was it was Bethesda's real gambit, first gambit into um, the the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, because they they didn't really have anything. Well, I think they did. I think they were involved in Morrowind. But it was the first time it was more of an action RPG instead of just pure RPG. Yeah. Um, so Oblivion was like, it was a launch title for the 
360, which was 2006. Um, I remember that one. But Skyrim came out like five years later. There was massive yes. hype about it. Yeah. So was it the hype that got you to it, it, buy it? It was it, definitely or? like... If, if, it was sort of one of those sort of things where you consciously know you're going to like it. Um, so, so I maybe caught the hype about the, the last last game, but I wasn't there at the beginning. So mm. this was the one where the first game of the the that series that I was so, actually at the beginning of. It's like this, playing your first Final Fantasy game that you've yeah. not been introduced to by somebody else. So this so, is your first this is the first time you dipped your toe into the Elder Scrolls. Yes, properly on my own Steam without a recommend without playing it at a friend's house first or something. Mm. So I got into it and I think I'm really excited. I'm thinking this is gonna be it. This'll be this'll define gaming. I won't need any more games again. And it, I, I bet that lasted a while, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, naive times back in those days. <laughs> um, back in the day, back in the day when games were, were good. Um, <laughs> so so, so we, we did. So as soon as I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Don't, mm. don't get me wrong, but I only get so far, probably because of the limitations of of, of the PS3. Because right. um, if it started snowing, it really did. I mean, I don't mean outside weather. Hmm. <laughs> I mean snowing in Skyrim, um, and it, which is a major problem because Skyrim's set in snowy peaks. <laughs> yeah. It slows it down, and and then I played it thinking because you don't know any better, and, and and Skyrim was was your standard at the time. You thought, oh, I thought this is brilliant. So and then I played it. <laughs> and, and then, so, so you're telling me it crashed when there was an A in the letter of the death. There's. I'll tell you one thing it wasn't quite as bad as. Um, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say uh, Fallout New Vegas, aren't you? No, but ah. that, 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 that is another one, actually. In fact, this could be expanded to other Bethesda stuff. I was actually thinking of um, Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, now, yeah. it's, all, it's all about a PS3 version. A PS3 version, right. Mm-hmm. And I would I remember going on that game because I, it was pre-PS4 and I really wanted it because it looked, it looked good, you mm-hmm. know. But it was horrific on the PS3. I mean, the textures took time to load it. But I can put up with that. I can put up is, with that. Is that the one where you had to disable autosave? No. I, I know you had to do that in... Um, no, that was New Vegas. New I Vegas, dis- yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let, let, we'll address that in a moment. Mm-hmm. But, but um, in Inquisition, I actively remembered I did not want to go back, because you go back to your base, which is called Skyhold, yeah. at one point. Uh, spoilers for anybody that's not got to there. But, um, so that weird dwarf and his, his crossbow, Bianca. Oh, good. There's some great characters in it. You, you know, they are, you know, Give say what you want about Bioware, but yeah. they do write good stories. I, d- I didn't get every character in that, but one character that was always very stuck in my mind about Inquisition was the um, the ranger elf that stole everyone's trousers. Oh, Sarah. Yes. She, <laughs> it was just a barrel of laughs whenever she, she was in the team. Yeah. She had some good moves. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> oh, I, well, yeah. oh, it's like that, is it? He really likes them low res textures. She, she, she's an archer and she does this sort of like flip, and then it, it, it's cool. But anyway, my point was, I would actively <laughs> avoid going into any bits which required a loading screen because, oh, 
They took so long. Oh, is it one of those go for a load, get a loading screen on, go for a shave, come back, and then yeah. maybe make some tea, and then come Basically, back? Basically, and then you realise, oh shit! If you leave Skyhold and you forgot to change something, you'd probably just oh no, what loading bother? times? Yeah, I'm just not just to schedule it for the next day because <laughs> yeah, exactly. no time that day. Yeah, it so, takes too long. So that's inquisitive. So what was my point? You were going on about Skyrim. So, so that's the that's the snowing. He said yeah. snowing. Yeah. So it, it was such a drain on the PS3 system. So, but it, it just didn't work very well. So I think that's the initial reason why I started getting bored. But hmm. um, just because of technical limitations and stuff, so the combat would slow down a bit when everything got a bit too busy. But I, I like the idea of just being able to wander about and. Um, all I really wanted to do in the game was just wonder about, like, hunt animals and go sell them to the nearest shop. That that, that was basically really what I wanted to do. Um, I've, just, I've just got this image of you wandering in as this massive orc hunter with some smash foxes. Smack it on the table no, and like, buy these! I'm extremely xenophobic in these games. I only ever play as humans. So it, only it's... in the games, I might add. <laughs> only in games, yeah, only in games. So I always tend... I always like to play as an archer because... Um... You played as a nod, didn't you? No, I just played as a human archer. As it, What race, though? No, just, just Imperial. Imperial. You played, you played as an Imperial... Yeah. In Skyrim. I, I know. A heavily gnawed area. Well, and uh, you get kicked out, don't you? That's why. <laughs> I get kicked out. But no, I, I didn't I didn't really like the Nords. I didn't like any of the races. I just like the Imperium. <laughs> I guess it's... it's uh, Very selective. I also particularly dislike the cat people. They annoyed me. What What the hell did the Khajiit do to you? I don't know. They just they just freaked me out. I just forget it. I remember there was a, well, there was a caravan with... with, with mm. And I was just basically... I, I, tried, I think I attacked the caravan because, um, <laughs> you know, these bloody cat people coming into our well, province and <laughs> trying to... The, there is a way in... There's three areas in the game where you can get access to the um, the chests where the Khajiit sell their wares from. You know, the travelling caravans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anytime I start a character, I go straight to them chests, nick all the stuff, and then I'm, I'm armed to the teeth. Uh, I can't yeah. play it normally anymore. I got it pointed out to me once, and I can't play it the same way again. Yeah, because that's what I mean. It's, it is a game about exploits. And once you'd find the exploit, you wonder. I mean, I remember when um, when you meet the the, I want to say tree beard. That's not a real thing. Um, when you go speak to those people in the mountain, grey beards. That's it. Then I'm I'm just imagining a tall oak tree with this massive beard. Now. Yeah, no, them set of wankers on the, the grey beards in the mountains. You know that set of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That make you go. I mean, oh, the one other thing about trying to get. I, I know we do this on our RPGs, but do you know when you can sort of jump up the side of the mountain? So you oh yeah, you, you jump sideways and you can get up anywhere, even vertical walls. That's a Skyrim special, that. I hate the map because it's very. It doesn't tell you. It because you try and go the most direct way. Yeah. But it, it never. I suppose this is a criticism of all games because it always wants you to go around and there's no sort mm-hmm. of, well, where are the normal routes people take? <laughs> and they then, are all the way around, that's the point. You get, you've you've you got get, roads and stuff, they're covered in bandits. Uh, you know. 
it just, uh, just anywhere. That, that's another great for another time. But um, so I got bored of it, so I never finished it. And so whenever so, I come back to it, I always come back to restarting the character, yeah. redoing the beginning bit over and over again. Yeah, and knowing you, you probably spent about three hours on the character creation. Yeah, I, I'm all right with character creation until it says right enter a name. And I'm there for an hour. I can't think of anything. I end up getting out my phone yeah. and going, right, character names, RPG, you know, role-playing, yeah. role-playing character names. I always go for the same thing. It's either Butt or Ted. That'll do. But, but I try and come up with a good name. And not that there's... <laughs> but, um, like, I want to watch Game of Thrones. But the Thief. It, it, it'll be just <laughs> names from Game of Thrones that, that, that I liked. And then... But... and the, Oh! oh uh, that, do you remember the... the 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 lady wench that that uses like a like a storage mule. Um, what's uh, her face? L- Lydia. That's it. The house yeah. cow. The house cow. The house cow. Yeah, it held this. And uh, and then and then I mean, what <laughs> what's worse about this game is they kept trying to sell me the same freaking game over and over again, and I bought it again because it had the legendary edition. Uh, basically, for the DLC. Of the the the, the on guard stuff wasn't bad, and um, it's, and then the horse you, you got to be on the horse that was nice, um, but no, gender- no horse armor though they learned the the lesson from oblivion <laughs> cheeky keeper you can get horse armor and, and. <laughs> I but, can ride a dragon I don't need horse armor the thing is once you start sitting down and and it and the enjoyable thing about Skyrim is that you can just wander everywhere and it's quite picturesque. Mm. But the game is is shocking. Are the combat shocking? I mean, the magic combat is shocking. It's it's meant to be accessible to everyone. I know, but instead, of, I know. Have, is it, have, have, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen or played Morrowind? <laughs> because seen. that is that is like hardcore RPG. I know people hold it up as the greatest. No, RPG what I mean is, what I mean is, in in Skyrim, you could join any guild, yeah, at any point. You could do the Mage's Guild as a fighter. I know because I've yeah. done it. Um, there's no prerequisites. Yeah, you just go there, talk to someone. It's either learn a spell, do a spell, yeah. or you end up killing someone, or you steal something. Yeah, and that's it. And you can do all of the quests as literally anyone. I went through that as an orc sword wielder who was also a werewolf on a Tuesday um, and I did every quest line as an orc do you think that's a good thing that it's so accessible it's it's, it's so everyone can have a bit of fun yeah yeah it's, you do have fun on it yeah when you compare that because obviously there's a lot of comparisons and when you compare that to a game like Morrowind you had to have set levels in set skills to join people mm. so certain factions certain houses because it was all about never never Nevering, correction, and, um, you know, all the different houses and there's a lot of politics in it and what have you. Sure. You, you have to, like, gain favour with different houses. You have to join certain factions and what have you. And um, you have to have a minimum skill requirement. Yes. It, it there was You couldn't just fall ass backwards into it like you do in Skyrim. There was a minimum skill requirement. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And Morrowind, you sort of, if you're playing it blind... Yeah. Not only are there no quest markers, you get given a random direction. Mm. There's no fast travel unless you pay for it. There's no quest markers. You just get given directions, you've got to find it. That's hardcore, isn't it? Yeah. And it's sort of, if you don't know what you're doing, you'll play it for a bit. You might put about 20 hours into a character. 
and then you think, right, well, I've done that wrong. I'll start again, but I'll do it better this time. Right. And that's where what I call the Bethesda gambit comes in. Any Bethesda game, you start, you learn how it works, then you start again, yeah. you do a bit better, and then you end up just repeating until you get like the, the most optimum character with the least amount of wallops yeah. from something. The lure of Skyrim was what? The fact that you were a dragonborn? What was it for you? What, what was the main lore of it? Well, I your, just... Your, want... your initial gut reaction. If I, if, if I showed you a picture of the box, yeah. what would it be? What would be the thing that got you? What would the first thing that come to your mind be? I definitely wasn't bothered about the being the dragonborn. I, I, I was interested in the world that you could be in. And I so the, the be... open world of it. Yeah, that's right. I think that was the, that was a selling point for me. I mean, the story's just shit, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> like I mean, it, it's it's not as bad as Fallout Four. Okay, it's not as bad. And I'm being unkind to Skyrim. Skyrim's probably the last of the greats, to be honest. Um, beyond that, I mean, I mean what. Fallout seventy six. I mean, is that a real? Anyway. That was that was. I think the best way to describe Fallout seventy six is on launch, and then for about a year and a half, it was an absolute clusterfuck until <laughs> I got it sorted. Well, what, what I'm trying to say, I suppose, is that um, the, the the plots forget forgettable because there's uh, whilst you talk about um, the restrictive nature of Morrowind. Um, it it almost makes sense because um, there's a, there's a, once you start doing something a little bit deeper in in Skyrim, that's when you pick up on its faults. It's like um, every group you meet suddenly decides you're the messiah and you're the person who's gonna who's gonna take their group to success. Now, and it, it, it it's I, I, I will know it's say... for accessibility, but it's ludicrous. I will say that started out in Oblivion. Did it? Yeah, in Oblivion it was always, oh, stranger, I know this is probably not going to be your thing, but could you help me with something? Yeah. It's either kill a rat, go kill a god, um, <laughs> go steal something, go batter someone, go juggle some fish. It was always, oh, stranger, I'm so glad you're here. A random guy walks into, I don't know, a pub where you're at, and you go, oh, stranger, could you go solve my family crisis that'll stop my... Yeah. my family being in jail if you find this one thing, but you're going to have to go halfway across Britain yeah. to get to it just to find it to come back and I'll pay you like three quid in a curly whirly. It just doesn't work. It, it It's it, it's just that I found it offensive. Well, offensive is probably a bit too strong, but um, that, that that someone you've never met before... Demands your time. Well, well, it's not that they demand you... I think asking you to help their group is fine. But how you always rise to be the head of that group, it, it seems borderline ridiculous. I mean, it, uh, it it's difficult not to, because you're the character, it's difficult not to sort of centralise your role in it. I mean, The Witcher 3 does this, but it hides it well. Hmm. Um, well it hides it better than Skyrim does. Or, um, it's, it's sort of like in Skyrim, it's not, you don't work towards it. It's your, your ranking in said faction is based on the missions you complete. Yeah. And it's very hard to fail the missions. Yes, that's right. But we, when we compare this to, say, uh, New Vegas, which we finally get there, yeah, I disabled autosave on that because... 
You played it on a PS3, that's why. It had the potential to crash, and it tended to crash when it did the autos. You know what? I wish they'd re-release it on the new system. Fallout New Vegas, if I remember correctly, it was 2008 or 9, I think it was, it came out. And I got it on the 360. It's 2021 now, Mm. if I get my dates right, because the days are a blur for me. So many years later, the most stable version is the PC version, right. and it still crashes. Uh, really? I know, because I've I've got it on my PC. I've got all sorts of third-party mods yeah. you know, to make it more stable, yeah. and I can't play it for more than an hour and a half, and it just freezes. Yeah, I've heard this. It's on the Steam but, reviews. But, but the thing is, it was made in less than 18 months. Mm. It was... It was... They were chomping at the bit to get out the door so they didn't have a really good lead time but especially with that if you look at everything you can do in it and all the story and everything it was amazing what they even though a a lot of it was recycled from fallout 3 but you had the original obsidian team doing a lot of the story and and you had like that there was purpose in you know like if you was bad with one faction that had a consequence. A- actions had consequences. Yeah, yeah. And, and it just doesn't in Skyrim. It, it's such there's, a non... There's, there's one thing in Skyrim where your actions have consequences, and that's if you choose the Stormcloaks or the Imperials. Yeah. Because two cities, either side you pick, will not... Even if you take them over and they're under either Stormcloak or Imperial rule, mm. two cities will not sell anything to you. And one of them's Whiterun, and that's where I was based. I wasn't having that. Uh, I even had... When, because I bought the DLC as it came out, because when I had it, I bought it when I came out. The, um, you know, the Dawnguard DLC? Yeah. First time I played it, they killed the blacksmith in Whiterun. That's where I got all my stuff from. The uh, woman outside got killed because she decided to defend the town. Her husband refused to sell me anything. Yes. And I'd already put like 60 hours into the game so I'd start again. Ugh. It's really annoying. But, but yeah, I, I know what you mean by actions and consequences. There's very little. You can, it's it's definitely a game, and I've heard this say before, right? Oblivion and Skyrim, and I'll say Skyrim et al, because they keep re-releasing it. Latest <laughs> one on PS5, right? I, you may giggle, but I did get it on Oculus Rift. It's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's fun anyway, right? <laughs> it's worse um, than Mario. No, no, no. no. <laughs> if, if you're looking for re-releases, Capcom's a worse with Street Fighter. Is it? Street Fighter. You think of how many versions of Street Fighter it is. There are. Uh. From like two onwards. Arcade Turbo, Arcade Turbo, Pink, Blue, Orange, Deep Orange, Tournament, Deep Orange Tournament Edition. You know, et al. You know, right? Fuck um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Funko Pop version. Um, <laughs> chibi version, Puzzle Fighters. I'm, I'm going way off tangent yeah. here. Um, Oblivion and Skyrim were the first... Elder Scrolls games, obviously Fallout games came out after that. and It was worse for Fallout, considering what Fallout was. But they were the first games where their target audience wasn't someone sat at a PC, strategizing, yeah. thinking of stuff. Sure. It was someone sat on a couch with a pad who was going to play it an hour at a time. Yeah, yeah. You can't have a game... Obviously, we, we weren't going to get Dark Souls for a while when Oblivion came out. It was a few years after that. I Dark think. Souls overrated, by the way. Dark Souls and Demon Souls, they came out after Oblivion, I believe. They did. Um, so you had the average audience was sat there with a pad and they had like uh, a slot of maybe an hour or two hours. So you have to keep their attention. Mm. You can't have them keep getting battered 
yeah. and failing. They have to make a lot of progression in a small amount of time. While I agree with you that that initially this was a this was um Skyrim is an answer to sort of like the consoleification of of stuff, mm. which is fair enough, and they're, and they're making it more. Accessible to Accessible. more audiences, yeah. But I think that trend has continued in that way for, for a long time. But And I think it's got to a point now which is it we don't give credit enough to the audience. Mm. And going on a slight tangent here... Your average player isn't dumb, are they? Not really. No! That, even, well, even younger players, they're not dumb. That, that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. It just like even... And I take it with film... As well, where where they try and make a plot not com- not so complicated, too easy going to try and keep all audiences in. But I think nowadays, I think that begins to insult the audience, uh, and I think the audience is cleverer than you give them credit yeah. for. And I think that definitely applies to computer games. If you just give them more credit, mm. we don't need the press X to survive button all the time. It's it's the the rise in like. I mean, some games they they take you in gentle, and then they're just in, the learning curve is just so steep. Yeah. But other games, you have got tutorials for everything. Yeah. That in itself is good because if you haven't played it in a while, it's a quick flick through the tutorials. But that gave birth to like a lot of the indie scene, which is yeah. very very niche, yeah. and that's why indie games have blown up over the past ten to fifteen years. Yeah. That gave them range for that because they can can come out quick. Yeah. It's smaller teams. They. They're targeted to specific audiences. They just don't have quite have the polish, do they? Well, the thing is, take your average AAA game. You've got, what, 18 months to make it, and you've got between two to 400 people on it. Mm. You take the average indie game, it might be, I don't know, I'm just guessing here, it might be like eight to 12 months, and you might have a team of six people. Yeah, it's doable. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. So you might not have a massive studio, but if you get the right thing going for an indie game, you'll hit it and you'll sell well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but, you know, games like Hollow Knight, Shov- um, sorry, Shovel Knight, um, uh, I want to say Dead Cells, it's Five a- Nights at Freddy's, stuff like that. They're all very simple concepts, like roguelikes and permadeath and the rest of it, but yeah. they're so niche that they, 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 just, they just scratch that itch for a lot of people. They do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, um... I mean, I suppose if we were looking at sort of like real indie success stories, re- returning back to, I, I mean, some of these games are, are, are a little light. If you, if you, if 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 you, if you yeah, but a, a lot of a lot of them are aimed at people who don't have a lot of time. That's right. That's right. So you, you'd have games like, um, oh, I should know these. Like a, a lot of the like roguelike card games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should know the names of these. I do apologise. So you've got like roguelike games are very popular. Tower defence games are very popular. Um, first person shooter games are very popular. Apex Legends, uh, um, Overwatch. That's not exactly um, indie title, but things, yeah. first person titles like that. Even some of the free games like Apex Legends is free. Yes. Um, and other ones, they're, they're very niche. They're oh, variant. Uh, Valorant. Anyway, it was... It was yeah, that was another first-person one. They're very niche and they they scratch that itch for a lot of people. Yeah, but it's quite it's quite a shallow game. When mm. you, you generally, but because of the nature of indie game studios, the, the, the amount of resources able to be poured into. Yeah, it. 
But yeah. I, I, I thought what was great was uh, bringing back some of the CRPGs that that um, well Obsidian who, who were able to bring back Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. Um, and Tyranny, which, which I believe Tyranny is um, done by them. I'm have have you got past the tutorial on Pillars of Eternity yet? No, I was just. I mean, that could go in the cupboard of shame, really, could it? it another it, time, another time. <laughs> I, I, I love again that that that's like the opposite of Skyrim. There's so much, but the, well, there's so much depth in the systems, and and I am familiar with D and D. So mm-hmm. for me, the systems are like, what the hell's going on here? So. In a way, you're right, Skyrim welcomes you in, but once you get in, you realise, oh, there's not really much past beyond the door. But It's, um, it's sort of, you've got a... Um, it's a game that rewards exploration. Yeah. A hell of a lot. You can you can fall ass backwards into a vampire pit, or you can end up doing a Daedric quest yeah. without you even knowing. You end up walking into a town, talking to a dog, mm. who's who's got like 30% of the power of a Daedric lord, you could, you 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 go into a white run. You end up trying to deliver a sword for someone, and then you can you you get a dragon stone. You can purchase um, houses. You've got a house cal, which I know a lot of people get annoyed with here. I just don't bother having it with me. Um, but oh no, I, I like having the wenches around just just to just just just, just to carry stuff. I remember yep. I went searching for giant's toes. That that was one of my. I can't remember why. Just just a quick thing. Do you know you can make any follower? It's Lydia more than anyone. Do you know you can make Lydia like hit like a truck? No. Right. So I can't remember the exact binding of it, but you can, there's a combination on the pad you can do where you can tell your follower to go do something. I think you click the right stick in or something. It's to give orders, right? Right. If you take down a giant and tell Lydia to pick up the giant's club, she can one-shot everything. <laughs> Seriously. You don't have to do anything. Oh, really? She one-shots damn near everything. Watching oh. her take on a dragon by herself, bonk it twice, and then you get the soul for it. It's hilarious. Oh, oh yeah, that was... Yeah. She, she takes down the dragon. You stand there having doing nothing. Then everyone looks at you and going, Yo, the dragonborn, that was awesome. You killed that dragon. Okay, I guess I did. You got soul gems as well. I remember trying to the, the, absorb the, the power from the... the... The soul gems, you cast soul trap on someone, then you yes. killed them, and it filled the soul gem. Or you did what I do. You find a weapon that's already got soul trap on it. Yes. You find a load of soul gems, and you just go batter the hell out of anything you can find. Oh. They'll fill up, and then when you've got like um, a weapon with a, an enhancement on it, like fire points, fatigue drain... And yeah. shines your shoes, you know, does your hair for you, whatever it is. Yeah. You can you can use the soul gem on the weapon to recharge its charges, and you gained experience from it. Ah, yes. Again, I remember playing all these sort of meta games to to, to level up. It, it, you know, it, it wasn't a bad experience, but it was. It was. I mean, the, the, just didn't compel to finish it. That's all. The, the, it was no means a perfect game. No game is, but it had a lot of problems, especially in the early days, especially on like 360 and PS3. There was a lot of bugs, yeah. a lot of crashes. We're talking like 2011, yeah, right, where updates for games on consoles wasn't really heard of. 
No. It didn't happen very often, especially not on 360. It did towards the end of its life, and then you got the Xbox One, PS4. Yeah. You know, that's where updates are mandatory. I I can't get any game without a day one patch. You know, I don't think anyone can anymore. But I think that's, of, a, that's a double-edged sword in many ways. That's That's where the PC version comes in handy. I love the PC version of Skyrim, and I don't. I don't think we need to cover the Switch version because the only difference is you get if you use Amiibos, you have a chance to get Link's sword and his tunic. That's about it, I, I and, and the shield. I don't think any ga- any discussion about um, computer games should involve the Switch. But <laughs> but it is funny because when you use an Amiibo, a chest falls from the sky, and when you open it, it makes the the open chest sound from Legend of Zelda. But I used that to kill a bandit. I just summoned it and it bonked on his head and it killed him. It just really made me Another tangent, me not being a Nintendo person. What is the big obsession with Zelda? What's the deal It's it's a Nintendo IP. It goes back to 1980... Oh, God, I should know this. Six or seven? It was... I'm pretty sure it was a launch title for the NES. The original Zelda. It was a top-down, you shoot laser, laser beams out your sword. Am I missing yeah. out in that I'm not playing? Um, Would I like Zelda? You, you, you're, listening out, you're, you're missing out on the meanings behind the memes. Okay. I will say that. But Legend of Zelda, it's um, action-adventure, um, very story-heavy. Yes. Uh, so it depends which game you play. Because it spans from the original NES all the way up to like modern consoles. Modern consoles, yeah. Yeah, it's it's... I would say it's older than Mario, but it's not. Um, it's as old as Metroid. Oh, right. Ugh. Back on the NES, it's as old because it came out roughly at the same time. Um, but I, I wouldn't. I, I would say if you're a fan of hearing Link go ah! all the time, like God knows how many times per minute, then give it a go. But if you're not, you're not really missing much. There's nothing a quick Google can't explain. No, no. That's the beauty about gaming these days. A quick Google and you can. I mean, just go on YouTube and just go explain the storyline of said game and you'll find something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it, it, what I'm trying to say, it, it, is it an important gaming experience? It's it's an important part of gaming history because it's a, like a, a touchstone. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those games that's got long, longevity. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a similar age to Mario, Metroid. It's... A classic. It's a, it's a classic. It's a it's, classic. it's it's older than games like Castlevania and you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Although the, that was sporadic more than anything, it's it's stood the test of time. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. And the games are still being released now. It's gone from top down to action to side scroll into three D action now, isn't it? to like Dynasty Warriors style on the Switch. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So it stood the test of time. It's a, a lot of people identify with Zelda, and it's. It is a good game. I like it, but only certain ones. Yeah. Um, but Skyrim, going back to the point, Skyrim oh, yeah. on the PC, um, it's it's a double-edged sword because I like sticking mods on it. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't mod it till it breaks. No. I'm not that kind of person, but I do put... I make things a little bit more pretty. But yeah. then But then I also do batshit crazy stuff. Mm. So, for example, I had it where... When dragons attacked, it was Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, um, yeah. I also created my. I it was like a preset, and I had a character from one of the Onishambara games. 
So Onishambra Bikini Samurai Squad. What the so, fuck's that? So it was it was a woman who was a zombie hunter. Right. Who was essentially wearing a bikini, a cowboy hat, and attacks with two samurai swords. And that was my character. It was just it was just a palette swap. <laughs> Not a palette swap, but it had like textures and bits and bobs and what have you. But you can do stuff like you can put weapons from Foul Fancy in there. I had a ton of keyblades in there. Yes. I had I had dragon wings that were equipable. Um, you can get vehicles if you so. I wish. think that's the nice thing about it because because it's a nice, nice peaceful setting. You can kind of do what you want. Yeah, uh, it's, your, it's your playground. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that is probably where Bethesda games are its strongest. It, 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 except as as I was going to say about New Vegas because it that really felt like it had a it had a story to tell. And you know, mm. and, and Caesar's Legion and stuff. It, it had factions that 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 were that were better developed, and that because in Skyrim, that I'm, I mean, I'm just disappointed. It, it could have been so much. It's not that bad, but it could have been so much more. It, I th- I think I think a lot of games that try and improve on a mold that's already there, but create their own. Mm. Because Skyrim was so much bigger than Oblivion, it, yes, and it definitely was. They yeah. had to do they had to do bigger and better, but it was sort of like a testing ground. Mm. So you had all these new combat mechanics. You could, you know, you could get you could get skills. Your leveling up was down to you, how you did it, the factions, and what have you. Mm. When you're trying to be a trendsetter, things are going to stick and things are going to miss. Yeah, completely. And the story, you can... I think there's only a couple of parts where you've got to wait a few days for the story. Like, mm. you just skip, you wait in-game, like, skip a day or skip a few hours. You could get through the main story in a couple of hours. Right, okay. And if you put the difficulty down to very easy, you could quite easily do that. You could complete it in a day. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. But it's one of its strengths, and I see it as a weakness as well, is the amount of things you can do in it. Mm. Factions, the side missions, the yeah. the level locked missions, the encounters, the Daedric quests, the the everything, the law. Yeah. There's so much law. I've I've been playing it since release, and I still don't know all the law. No, I, I, I mean think, I don't I don't want to have intimate knowledge of it, but you know basic understanding of most of it, and I still don't. What what I what I would have liked to make it better, and this is what I liked about New Vegas was the hardcore survival mode. I enjoyed the fact that, that I had to plan my sort of um my trips out. And I th- it felt I think like I was in the wasteland more. Um that, that was you could get that in the creation club. Could you? Now there's another thing that I'm gonna say goes against Skyrim in my yeah. opinion. The creation club. The the latest iteration of a legendary X plus Machina version or whatever it's called, plus Alpha X double double underhook DDT version. Oh, oh, is, is this the latest? Is this this the is latest the latest version? one, right? I, th- I think it's... I don't know if it's similar to a previous one where if you've got Skyrim, you get a free upgrade because you had the Skyrim and then they said anyone who's bought Skyrim on PC gets Legendary Edition. It was just free. Is it right? out of the PS5? Yes. It, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. Because, <laughs> you know, Skyrim and GTA 5 will always come out for something new. Yeah. Just for one extra thing, and people are just going to jump to it because you know that's what they do. That's what they do, you know. Yeah. But the latest version, you've got like I think it's five hundred or five thousand plus creation club stuff, right? 
Problem is, if you've played the Legendary Edition and you've you shelled out cash, actual money, for the creation stuff, creation club stuff. Yeah. But then you either it's either a small price to pay, mm. like actual money, or it's a free upgrade. You've wasted all your money. I know this is, but a lot of the stuff in the creation club does sound pretty cool. Mm. Like I found stuff before where you've got armored mud crabs. I thought that was hilarious. You've got a zo- an actual zombie uprising. Um, you've got, I think one of them was some things from the Shivering Isles in Oblivion. You've got a couple of extra Daedric quests. You've got f- fully fleshed out story bits, you know. But then again, it's behind a paywall. And this came out This came out on the back of Fallout 4's Creation Club. Mm. And Creation Club, for me, is a, a detriment to the main game because it's forcing you to shell out money. Occasionally, they do free stuff, so I always try and get all the free stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Well, I, well, I like some free stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. but... Free bag. Free, free bag. <laughs> free bag. Free bag, yeah. Free bag. So, so, the Creation Club stuff, I find annoying because whatever's on the Creation Club, there's always someone who's done a mod who releases it and doesn't charge for it yeah. where you can get it and they get like subscribe numbers they get feedback from players yeah. I mean all modders kudos to you because you do absolutely especially for Skyrim they absolutely. don't charge yep. they go above and beyond yep. they give you some really good things they give you some batshit crazy things as well yep. giant head look like my little pony attack with a snake anything you fancy you think I, of it it's I, there I, I honestly think they're doing doing Bethesda a service as well because they're making the game playable for free. Yeah, especially uh, you're, you're on about like unofficial patches, aren't you? Well, it's. I mean, I'm coming from the point of view that um, you, you know, a, a, a sort of historical Total War games. Now, a lot of the there's the base game, but a lot of the good, well, the better content, or it makes it more historically accurate, and it and it mods in in a way that veteran players want to play. You know, mm. like um. You, I mean, so if stick with Skyrim. You want to make the combat a little bit more realistic. So somebody does a, a better stamina system. You know, makes things more realistic, more in more in vain of what you want, um, or, or that particular person. They can choose to install that mod or not. So they're modding the game, and I think that's a, I think that, I think that's a great thing to do. Really, it's, it's sort of like you've got the massive building, you've got the massive base plate, your building blocks. And then you can add whatever you want on top to make the gaming experience for you. It's like having sliders, isn't it? Like, yeah. like, like on your on your if you, it's Lego blocks. I don't yeah. like purple. I'll put a red one. on. Exactly, yeah. and it's of no detriment to Bethesda at all. And I think it's cynical for them to to put it behind a paywall. I mean, their version of it. Yeah, what I what I did. I mean, when 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 it first came out for Fallout, because I think it came out for Fallout Four first. Mm. I had a look and I said, what kind of stuff? Because it was only like a couple of things to begin with. Right, and I, I, I had my ex, my Xbone, Xbox One, Xbox, and I sat there and I thought, oh, that's that, that's that. And then I turned to my PC and I looked at the the mods you could get for Fallout Four, and I could find them all for free, mm. all of them. Yeah. And even when they included mods installed on console versions, right, which had to go through Creation their, Club. Yeah. No, not not through Creation Club. They had to go through their vetting system. Right. Oh, okay. Yep. So it wasn't like. Like one one place you can get them from is called Nexus Mods, right? Mm. And they'll you can do it and it'll download and install it for you, right? 
But Bethesda, they'd, they'd vet all of the mods and they put it up so you could just download it. You had a limit of like five gigs for all your mods. Mm. So you could chop and change. Not all of them were compatible with each other. But a lot of the a lot of the times, whatever was in the creation club, you could find on the mod store yeah. on, on, with the mods. The only difference is, the only difference I found is anything you get through the creation club, that's a mod. You can have it in the game and it doesn't disable the achievements. Any mods you use, you cannot get achievements. Right, okay. Because obviously there's a potential of <laughs> yeah, yeah. breaking the gear. Yeah. Hacking completely. Yeah. But, you know, that's... The, the modding scene just... It's it's a good thing. It's... I haven't heard a lot of stories about, you know, like Bethesda going, you can't mod this, you can't mod that, shut it down and what have you. No, It's just a case of... Especially for, for like, the PC version, you... you yeah. It's not a case you can't regulate it. It's you'd be a fool if you tried. Yeah, yeah. It's people want mods. They're going to install mods. It's always been a thing with with um, PCs or I, th- I think it's different for consoles because mm. the, the the well, well it's it, differently. It, but there's but always Beth- been modding in PC yeah. communities, hasn't there? Bethesda allowed you to mod your console games, and it was the it was an update for Fallout Four, and it was introduced into the Legendary Edition of. Mm. Um, Skyrim mm. but it was on X- Xbox One and PS4 onwards right. that you're allowed to say the old ones I don't think they added it no no maybe not maybe not with some of the grievances that you've put across now you don't like it and we've sort of touched on it a little bit here um, apart from mods, because we went into that quite a lot, we did. Um, are there are there any redeeming features to it? We're talking like vanilla version here, or legendary edition yep. without any mods, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I, I well, think... you're on about the PS3 version, so it'd be vanilla. Yeah, it? well, I'm on about the, the definitive one that was had all the DLC, right, with it on disc. So, are there any like redeeming things? Because I know you want to put it into the cupboard of shame, but is there any redeeming features to it? Or is there it are, and, and and this is why I was reluctant to to to, to say Skyrim because, in honesty, in on balance, it is a good game, and it and it doesn't deserve to be chucked in a bin. Because, although this is this is what I'm, this is, I've sort of like screwed your skewed your criteria of um of what you've determined as a for the it's it's covered a shame I'm not chucking it in a bin it's just a covered a shame that's yeah it, it's sort of shameful that I haven't I haven't finished it I'm not incinerating it for example but well I've uh, run out of fuel for the flamethrower so you'll just have to set it on fire with a lighter I suppose I, I mean I remember listening to some some YouTuber comment I, I, it was quite amusing but you it, it, they were very upset about about a game they didn't like and um you know it's a subnautical one. No, no, but but it was similar to this, and 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 they they said that they ejected the um, CD, um, and basically they they just they just said they set it on fire and just put it. <laughs> basically, oh, but the funniest one was um oh yeah, I'm sure they were talking about Dead Space. I'm sure they were talking about Dead Space, and they said Dead Space was such a terrible game. That um that they had to, because the, the, they they rented Dead Space back back in the day when when blockbuster rentals appeared, and they said they hated Dead Space so much that it rung him up the 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 rental company and said um blockbusters, 
and said, I'm not going to be returning the disc. But it's not because I like it. It's because I cannot subject anyone else to this piece of trash. <laughs> so, so I just thought it was a good way to put... Anyway, that was, it was a, it, I always enjoy funny put-downs of games. I'm, I'm sure it was done in jest. But, but um, yeah, so let, let's get back to the point. Um, so Skyrim, yes. It, it, it does have redeeming features because it is enjoyable. And the, just the act of sort of wandering around the countryside and finding little missions. I, I just think that the main thrust of the main plot's a disappointment. But the, the actual moment-to-moment gameplay where you're moving through the, the countryside, as long as you don't dig too deep, is actually quite fun. So travelling from one end of the map to the other... So it turns into a little bit like a walking simulator. Mm. Uh, I don't mean that in a derogatory way, by, by the way, but... Sort of look at the scenery and... It's a very calming game. It's just that whenever you do anything... When things are trying to kill you, it's very calming. Yeah, <laughs> or, or... There's just stuff about it that makes you think, oh, I don't really want to play this anymore. <laughs> and, um, and also, a friend of mine pointed out uh, that, have you ever noticed how all the all the all the caves and caverns have perfect light as well? I thought, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point because it you, should be. You, sh- you should pitch- play Oblivion. It should be pitch black, shouldn't it? But obviously, you, sh- you should play Oblivion. I have you know, it. Like, I have the, it. But I, the I cave don't... systems are copy and paste. Oh really? If you think Skyrim's bad, play Oblivion for the caves. Really? <laughs> Obliv- Oblivion. It is groundbreaking. Uh, it was for the time, but the caves did look very copy and paste, and the map was. <laughs> The map was a nightmare to navigate. Oh, uh, I, 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 again, I've got, I've got Oblivion because it was on the sale. I, I am so tempted to sit you down on a PC version with mouse and keyboard mouse and, and keyboard. force you to play it. I don't know if I'd enjoy it. I I'll, I'll, I'll put, put the pad in then. I suppose. Well, I am so tempted to force you to play it. Just, oh, just for, for two reasons. One, for. The, the UI and the controls weren't really that intuitive. They were good, but you struggle with them a little bit. And two, you'd realise how much of a step up Skyrim was to Oblivion. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what, right. one thing that Skyrim doesn't have that Oblivion does is Patrick Stewart. Oh. He dies, though, doesn't he? Yeah, at, at the end of the tutorial. I know, what a waste of time. Like, just like um, when What's-His-Face dies in Fallout 3. This is border on spoiler territory, don't you? I know what you're on about. What's I've, his face? I've, I've already said spoiler. Okay. Neeson? That's the one, yeah. Your father character. Yeah, yeah. Also, you mentioned Fallout earlier on, right? Let's take Fallout... I'm not going to include tactics in this. Let's take the original Fallout to Fallout 4. Yeah. Stories behind it. I'm going to skip New Vegas on, on purpose. Okay. Fallout 1, you're looking for a water chip. Fallout 2, you're looking for a gecko, which is a Garden of Eden creation kit. Fallout 3, you're searching for your dad. Fallout 4, you're searching for your son, Sean, who's been stole, stolen, right? <laughs> between I think four, it's kidnapped, isn't it? Yeah, between <laughs> Fallout 3 and Fallout 4, you have New Vegas. Yeah. What's the story in New Vegas? Who shot me in the head? I'm going to track down the bastard and take my poker chip. Well, exactly. I want the yeah. bloody chip back. <laughs> You're a postal worker who gets shot in the face. Yes. By Benny. M- Matthew Perry. Berry. Benny. 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 Uh, yeah. Good game. Mm. Good game. Yeah. So, 
I just wish it worked on the PS3. <laughs> I, I, I re- Did you know if they're right, going to remake you know anything, please remake. Um, if Obsidian listen to this, please remake New Vegas. There's a couple of reasons why that won't work. I know. One, it'll just be re-released. Two, they won't get rid of any bugs because oh. bugs are a feature. And three, <laughs> and three, I don't think they would anyway because I, I don't know what the rights are at the oh. moment for it. Oh, it's like I, that, is it? I don't know if Obsidian still have it. I'm not too sure. I haven't checked. I don't know if they're still their own company or they're owned by Bethesda or, you know, with, the, with that many companies <laughs> taking over each other, I'm not too sure. Haven't somebody else taken over Obsidian? I don't know. I, I'd assume Bethesda has them. Sorry, ID. Yeah. Or is it? No, it's Bethesda, isn't it? Bethesda own ID. I, I don't know. It, yeah, they, they own a lot of them. Um, but I don't know who owns it anymore. But if you, you did don't have... hear it anymore, don't you? You don't, you don't, you don't hear about it. It's software. Well, you don't hear it in, in the Dude, same... Well, well no, because they, they, they were purchased by Bethesda and then Bethesda took it over. Mm. So that's why, like, Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal are Bethesda games. Yeah. Ugh. I, 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 but, yeah. but Fallout New Vegas, I know what you mean. Mm. It might be worth... I mean... Dude, you've got a gaming laptop. Just plug in a mouse, install it, get all the get all the um, quality of life mod that'll stop the, the the crashing things, and give it a go. But all I ever really wanted to do there was just walk about. What in New Vegas? In New, just, 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 just meander about. In fact, I had this thing because what, 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 what you mean? So you want to wander about where geckos, golden geckos, uh, albino scorpions, bandits, yeah, crazed yeah. cannibals, people in power suits. And uh, powder gangers who want to throw a dynamite at you. You just want to wander around aimlessly where you could get killed by one of seven things, and that's just yeah, off the top of my head. That, that, that's true. But really? It's, I think what I really it's desert. Want... It's barren desert, and it's it's a nice scenery if you like like the post-apocalyptic thing. But I, it, I enjoyed the tutorial bit though. It you know... th- that desert, like the Nevada desert, is designed to kill you. Yeah. And it is so much more difficult than Fallout 3. That, I mean, that's a plus for it. It, it is a plus. I mean, one, what, I think when I played it, I got to New Vegas, got to the casinos. I never did. Won some money and I got kicked out. Yeah, because you win too much and think you're cheating. Yeah, I know, cheeky bastards. <laughs> that was gonna be my. That was gonna be my thing. I was gonna spend my time in in the casinos and. Um, just um, hanging about. Screaming back to the plot of Skyrim, um, did you ever um, use any major exploits? Because I can tell you the ones that I use on a regular basis, and I, I do some for... Story progression. I do some for some for loot, and I not, do not I do some really, for shits and giggles yeah. as well. So you've never used exploits. I, I've never been one for. Do you know like 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 doing like cheats in games because I I don't really I don't see the point in it in, in many ways. I know that sounds silly, but if I no, get no. The, if I get the super armor suit and I yeah. become invincible. Yeah, it defeats the object, doesn't it? There's, there's... Yeah, because I do I'm no longer afraid to go to go anywhere, yeah. so I tend not to do those there's things. There's no risk, is there? Yeah. No, and, and the game becomes a little stale. 
my little steal if I do that. Well, but, I, I, I know of a couple of things for Skyrim, a few just for shits and giggles. So there are three chests that you can go to. One's near Markarth, one's in Dawnstar, one's in Whiterun. I've heard about the Markarth one. What, one's in Whiterun, but you've got to jump out of bounds to get to it. Uh, um, and there's another one somewhere else, but I can't remember it. Um, there's other stuff like there's an item duplication trick, which I only found out about a month ago, oh, really? which involves fast travel. Oh, that's a it's, good idea. It's a good one. It takes time, though. That's a problem. I'd rather just get on with stuff. Mm. Um, there are exploits in the game. So there's a barracks in Whiterun, and there's two people asleep in, in, in beds. If you crouch near one of the beds, put an elastic band around your controller if you're using PC, and <laughs> constantly walk into the wall, you level up your sneak because you're not being seen and there's people in the room. Oh, that was what I was thinking about. In fact, I did use a, did use a thing. Do you know them them wankers in the mountains that it was on about? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you sneak around the greybeards, you get you level up your your start and that you so I'd lie. I did I did. I did stuff like that, you know. You level up your you um your sneak stat because I played as an archer, and obviously a sneaky archer build is one good one. Because I like to just shoot people with arrows from just drop an arrow on them and walk away. Yeah, yeah that's it, and then loot their there's, stuff. There's two other things that I used. Uh, the last one, sort of, I couldn't get access to some DLC because of it, but the, the other one I used is if you've got a wicker basket. Yeah. I, always had, I always had a wicker basket on me. <laughs> you know, like a basket, right? Oh, that's some shameful shit. No, no, no. Someone's carrying a wicker basket. No, no, no. You, you, you have it in your inventory, right? Yeah. And when you go into a shop, you drop it. On the people's... Pick, pick it up. You put it over someone's head. Yeah, you can rob yeah. them blind and then take the basket <laughs> off them. I've, I used it once for a laugh and it did work. Yeah. The other one that I did just to make uh, Skyrim a bit more spicy was I never went to the L in Whiterun. So I didn't pick up the Dragonstone, which means the dragons never existed. Oh! So I can play the game without dragons fighting me. Oh, that's quite good. Problem is, some of the DLC you can't access because of it. Oh! The Dragonborn DLC you can't access. You can't access the um, the other one. You know where you go to um, Morrowind? Morrowind? Oh, the, with, with a weird... Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. What's that ac- one called? You can't access that you've got... Hang on. Dragonborn. Uh, can't You've remember. got those ugly ass buildings, aren't you? Hang on, hang yeah, on. giant mushrooms. Oh, we've got a Wikipedia thing going. Hang on, hang on, but hang yeah, on. it's it's one of those where you it's where the dark dark elves. I'm gonna get this wrong. Dark. I really are. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Give us a list of the DLCs, official ones, not not like little ones afterwards. Because you got Dragon Keep, you got Dawnstar. Special expansions, here we go, here we go. Uh, Dawn Guard. Yeah. Was the Vampire one. Uh, Fire was the. Um, you make houses. Making houses. Dragonborn was the third one. Markarth. That's the one, Dragonborn, yeah. Oh, okay. It's the. You go to Solstheim. Solstheim, that's the one, that's in Morrowind, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that. Um, oh, right, because you defeat. Uh, Mirak. Yes, that's right. Hermes Mora. Ah, yes. Yeah, because they had them ugly ass sort of like shell buildings. Seekers. Yeah, you had like um, you had you had the shell buildings. It was that was you had like the mushroom buildings as well, which is a throwback to Morrowind. You had Hermes Mora with his infinite library. 
you had. I, I, I did. Li- I did like the the horrible atmosphere it had though, because you know, like, wasn't there like a storm going on? Or it, it felt more inhospitable. Sol's time. Yeah, because it was you had like the main city at the front where the dock was, and the rest of it was like sheer ice all the way around. Yes, I like that. Yeah. I like <laughs> this, is, this is I've I've got to get Chief playing Morrowind. I think I think I might feel sick though. I, 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 I think it's probably Yeah, it might it might be worth you trying Morrowind because you can fly and levitate in it. I wouldn't do anything like that. I'm I'm very I'm very this is the thing with me and video games, I'm very low key. So I just like to I probably like a horse and I'd try and travel from town to town. That, 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 that's basically what I'd... Bring his services to every wench he comes across. That's it, I'd say. Yeah. Which is why The Witcher 3 appeals to me. You know, it just <laughs> mumbles into town, grumbles a bit, and then... Yeah, mumbles into town, grumbles a bit, and then if you're playing, you don't get any of the story done because you're too busy playing bloody Gwent, aren't you? Oh, it's a bloody good game, that is. It's not. Really that is a bloody good game. It's not. <laughs> do, do you know what? I, I actually... Do, do you know, I should play this. I got the... um. There was like a Gwen. I forget what it's called, but it was it was like a it was like a. You can get a real life Gwen game. I think there's a card game for it. There is, but there's also like an RPG where you do the battles as a Gwen game. Yeah, it's it's kind of like what um, it's called. It's kind of like Magic: The Gathering meets like Yu Gi Oh, innit? it? Yeah, it's not shit though. There's <laughs> <laughs> half the audience triggered. But but um, it, it's quite difficult. Um. Uh, I should I really play that. I, th- I think it's just called Gwent. No, 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 no. There's definitely another one. There's definitely another one. All viewers, write in. Well, don't write in, but uh, send, send ravens. Yeah, send ravens. And there, there is. There, there's, 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 there's Witcher Three. There's the Gwent game, and then there's like a little m- mini game about a queen. Series, Any, a- series acrobatics. It's not, but I can just imagine it. Anyway, mini mini Siri in the uh, gymnastics course. Siri, yeah. Oh, yeah. Siri, yeah. Um, Siri, yeah. Right, so it, it has got redeeming features. The DLC, some of it was strong, some of it was a bit naff. Yeah. Um, personally, I like the, I did like the, um, the vampire one, Dawn Guard. Mm. I wasn't too hot on Serena following me. Yeah, I know. What you mean. There's one reason why I didn't like. Well, there was two reasons why I didn't like her following me. There is a way to convince it to become human. But you've got to keep badgering her, and she's annoying because yeah. um, it takes too long. And the other one is she wasn't marryable. You had to get mods to make her marryable, which is just an amulet what of Mara. What was the point of marrying a character? Um, is, is there any exactly? <laughs> um, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Point of it was just certain characters you could marry, and then they come on adventures with you. So, is it Adria the Huntress with the companions? Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah, she was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not too sure if Lydia was marryable, but there was a, a good amount of people that are marryable in that game. Yeah. Um, it was. I found it when they started getting more DLC out. You could, you could get married in the base game. In DLCs, you could adopt kids. Yeah, it's a bit weird. And if you had a house, you could like chuck money at them, go adventure and come back, and they'd be like, ah, you come back, and then that's the extent of it. You couldn't play with them. Uh, no sword fighting, there's no face painting, there's no chuck them in a cupboard under the stairs. Flashback. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, 
there, there was very little in the way of like social interactions, family-wise. It was just sort of, I've got a family, I can go back to them. Look at trophy family. I, mean, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I never did. I did enjoy the concept of building that. You see, there's all these nice concepts. Again, I'm going to have to tangent to Fallout 4. Do you know... The base building in that seemed fun at first. On the first look, it looks like a good idea, doesn't at it? First. And then you and then you realise what a shower of shite it is. And then, and then you think, why am I wasting my time with this? Yeah, until the uh, the workshop DLC came out and everyone was addicted to belts and mass producing stuff. Is that what happened? Well, what I tried to do was there was one of them farms and I was trying to make my own sort of factory. So I can't. Because you could get, like... This coming from the guy who likes to play Factorio. I'm not surprised you tried you, you to make a bloody You could manufacture factory. stuff, and I wanted to manufacture it so I could... Um, it was water. That was what it was. You wanted to manufacture water? Well, it was something that was... Because it sold for quite a higher value. Are you on about Wonder Glue? Maybe not. Because you, you could use vegetable starch as Wonder Glue. You, you I can, didn't ve- do veg- vegetable starch can be used as glue in the game, which helps you mod weaponry. But no, it, it I wasn't. It wasn't. There was I'm definitely a, a, a liberated a settlement, shall we say? And then, and then I wanted to make brute force and high explosives. No, no, I just wanted to make water, purified water. So you I mean, without this, the hand pump. Yeah, that's right. And it, it was kind of odd because you could build like sort of its um the generators. The generators. And I wanted just to make this farm produce water and I'd come back because I played it on hardcore. Gosh you did. <laughs> so so just just to let people know, Chief tends to, whenever he gets a new game, he whacks it onto the hardest difficulty possible. And then for the next four weeks he proceeds to bitch at me that the game's too difficult. It's- at which point I've already completed it. The, 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 it's, it's the journey it's the journey it's the way it's meant to be played so I did this and basically I'd go visit this farm that I'd set up to collect my water and I'd go sell it and that's this is basically all I really wanted to do in these games I didn't really care about the the the, the, the world in Fallout you know I just went on my treks basically I went out into the wasteland tried to gather shit bring it back and make more Make more, make more purified water. I don't think Fallout Four is the game you need to play for that. Oh, I wish it was. That's what I want to do. But instead, Fallout it, it, it gave me really an incredibly cumbersome sort of like building mechanics. And... It's because you're on hardcore mode. That's why. <sighs> it was still rubbish on non hardcore. F- fast, fast travel is your friend in Fallout Four. I know. I but might there's something fun about hardcore mode. I like. To you, maybe. Sometimes they overdid it because, like, every four steps you needed a drink or something. Or just... See, the problem I have with hardcore modes is if I die in a game, I like to know why. Uh... So in Fallout 4, in hardcore mode, it's sort of like I'm wandering towards trying to get a new settlement, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. I've got a rough idea of the area. And then suddenly I get sniped from three miles away and it doesn't show me where from. <laughs> now, Fallout 4 had that problem originally. Yeah. And so did Fallout 3. I know, because yeah. when I got Fallout 3, I got that at the same time as Fable 3 and uh, Fable 2. And I flipped between them because Fallout 3 had annoyed me. Then I play Fable 2. Then I play Fallout 3 and I get a better degree of what's going on. The, the worst, but I got sniped from a mile away. The worst one is in New Vegas. This is why I stopped playing New Vegas on the PS3. After you leave, do you know the the, the, the town where you found the um 
the Caesar's Legion has um, crucified everyone. Yeah. Forget what... Um, oh, I used to know this. And it's on fire. They bent it down. They did the lottery. Is that what... I haven't played it fully, you see, so because PS3... What, one person runs out alive and they all play the lottery. Oh. And the, 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 the person that left alive was lucky. The, pers- the people who got killed straight away were classed as lucky and the unlucky ones were crucified while they were still alive. Oh, lovely. But what's the name of the town? Can't remember. I know if you do get to the NCR outpost, you're asked to go investigate it. Yeah. Uh, it's horrific, that, isn't it? But, well, but it's, anyway... It's, it's obsidian, isn't it? They, they tend to make things a bit more real it's, it's in their games. But, but anyway, my, my point was, after that bit, because, again, PS3 is struggling, <laughs> so you're walking about, and then every so often, Caesar's assassins would come and get me. Yes. And I'd never be able to kill them. Uh, I, sometimes I try and hide in a tunnel or somewhere where they can't see me, but so they always come and got me. And they're, they're... So, so common sense dictates that if you're playing the game, well, not common sense, but what would normally happen is if you're playing the game and the difficulty is ramped up to such an extent where a random encounter can kill you within seconds, yeah. maybe turn it down just a little bit. You'd think that, but that'd be giving in. Yeah. I'm not prepared to do that. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, to be honest, I don't think. Or maybe I did play but, it on hardcore. Yeah, I played it on survival mode. Any whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, which which is that's hardcore mode. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, it's one where you got to sleep, you got to drink. It's you had all like eat, drinking, and sleeping. You had to sleep. Yeah, at the it's, end it's of every good. Night. It's like whenever you go out, you need to make sure you've got all your shit. <laughs> just like I, I like to play games for escapism, not remind me of <laughs> what I need to do in real life. I just thought, oh, well, that's that's why this. I struggle so much with The Sims. <laughs> I don't need to be reminded I've got a doctor's appointment in 20 minutes in real life and in the game as well. Oh, sod off. The Sims is... I haven't had that for a while. With the, the change of gaming styles, um, gaming mechanics, and the more action RPG element... That started off with Oblivion and Fallout 3, New Vegas, and things going after that. You wouldn't have Skyrim. And the thing is, without Skyrim, you wouldn't have things like... Um, i trying to remember the name of it now. The one set in space that Obsidian did. Capitalism in Space, what's it called? Outer World. Yeah, without Skyrim, you wouldn't have Outer World. I've heard that's a disappointment. It's it's a good game. I, I like it. Okay. I'll get I really like it. Okay. I, um, I need to play that as well. It's a good one, that one. I need to play that. It seems cartoony. It that upsets me. It's... I mean, I got the, the line of capitalism in space from Mysterious Coconuts, um, an American comedian that we've interviewed on the show before, and that's what he called it. It's um, capitalism in space. And it literally is. You. A lot of people work for um, Space's Choice. It's a company. And it's in their contract that whenever they t- talk to someone, they have to tell an advert for the company they work for. <laughs> it's it's odd to get used to. But is it an actual critique on it, or, or is it just using it as a backdrop? It's it's part of the story in the the, the overall universe. Right. If, if you work for Space's Choice, you've got to promote it as much as possible. You're contractually ob- obligated to do it. <laughs> Lovely. It's Lovely. really quite. I think you get a kick out of it, but I would say don't stick it on the hardest. 
because it is absolutely brutal. Um, it works pretty well on the Switch as well. I've played on that. Um, but Wasteland know, Three? Have you played Wasteland Three? No. I'm, I'm 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 not one for strategy games. You should know. No, that. no, it, it's a bit. It, it's an RPG. Yeah, permadeath difficult RPG. Now you're all right. You, you move around like um, you press the button. <laughs> I, I I can't be bothered to play it either. Quit, it's, quit it's, while you're ahead. It's just you, too you, difficult. You, you're trying to get me to play it, and you can't be asked to play it yourself. I, no, this is the thing. I, Hypocrite. Ninety percent of games, I can't be bothered to play these days. So I could put, I could sling a lot of stuff in this, in this, in this. Uh, well, we're sticking at Skyrim, remember? But, so. So, if you're talking about the vanilla slash legendary, well, the game of the year, let's call it the game of the year. Yeah. Because legendary was where you could reset your skills and just keep going past 100. So, it would definitely be something that you want to chuck in the cupboard of shame then. The, I, the game that's, what, 10 year old now? I think so, but I'm throwing it in the cupboard of shame because I've shamefully not ever been able to finish it. And uh, is it. should really. I mean, I. When, when I did the first episode of this, I said the games aren't bad. They're not something I'm ashamed of playing, but it's just the cupboard is called the cupboard of shame. It's where I chuck games where I don't play them very often. Yeah. So is it more of, do you regret buying it? Are you glad you played it? Is it like a guilty pleasure? What are we talking here? I suppose it's closer to a guilty pleasure because it's like, there's nothing to it really. But it's enjoyable. But it is enjoyable. Exactly. In short, sporadic bursts, because because there's always, as I said, it there always hits that point where you realise what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is because um, I, for, I forgot what I'm doing. I haven't written anything down. I'll just start a new the, character. The, yeah, exactly. There's no. There's the, the problem with more complicated RPGs. They give you that depth, but they're so difficult to get into, or that the, the, they require a. A different type of investment in it, and what what you quite correctly said about Skyrim is that it's extremely accessible, and not not in a bad way. It, it, almost, it, it's almost too accessible, isn't it? Yeah, precisely. It's, it's kind of like you have to mod it to make it a game that you'd want to play instead of it just the open area. Exactly. I think that would be the best solution to it. Really, yeah, because... you have to mod it to make it your own. I mean, I, I like the survival aspect of it. That the like, like every time I try and play, I like there to be a survival mode in it because I like the idea that if I'm going from one town to the next, I need to plan for that. Yeah. Rather than it just, oh, I'll just walk there and just <laughs> beast through these. Um, it feels more like I'm going on a on a, on a nice journey. Mm. Like um, or like oh, will I get attacked by bandits? People asking me for five p. You've got five p. Mate, <laughs> give, give me all your money and you can leave alive. And exactly, you head to toe in dragon armor. Do you really want to do this? Like, well, to and I like I like the horse thing as well, where you can <laughs> trot about on your horse. Coming from the guy who likes to try and do archery from a horse and fail miserably. Oh, yeah, I've seen you yeah. do that. It doesn't work, does it? And when you attack the giants, they don't. Oh, it's just not worth. Well, they only attack you if you either get too close or you kill a mammoth. They, they get annoyed, though, don't they? Yeah. Oh, that's it! Mammoth tusks! That was what I was trying to farm. That Yeah, that, that's basically what I tried to do. And I annoyed the giants. Yeah, and then when they hit you, you go up. Yeah, you go flying into the atmosphere. <laughs> and yeah. then you think, 
Shall I do that bit again? Oh, it hasn't saved for about 20 minutes. I can't be bothered. Yeah. And you've lost an hour's worth of progress. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. I'll turn it off. <laughs> Basically. But so, yeah, yeah, so it's worth playing. So it's not so a bad if, game. If, so if you had a more stable version of the game on, let's say, I don't know, PC or one of the next-gen consoles, if that was your first foray into Skyrim, do you think you'd still chuck it into the cupboard this year? Probably oh, not. I think about today's standards, it's w- w- actually... Would, would the stability and the graphics make you think twice about it? Or is is it a game of its time, the reason why you're putting it in? Is it like a product of its time? Is that the reason you're chucking it in? Possibly, yeah. So sort of like the the leaps and gallops into the the technological advancements and the, the programming of the time wasn't exactly keeping up too well and there was a lot of bugs and glitches and stuff. Yeah. I mean, even the bugs, I can I can put up with it. Yeah, I I can put. I think I think I suppose that the PS3's hardware was at its limits at the time, and and it didn't run it. There was always waiting, you know, the the loading, and I, although they had some great Skyrim had some great loading screens that. I mean, I did actually, for the game I didn't, you know, I enjoyed the loading screens because you could you could zoom the 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 things in and out and that was... It's like a 3D model, wasn't it? it kept me, it's a nice touch. It's a really nice touch because it makes the loading screen kind of, kind of fun. I mean, it it, it kind of makes sense that a fair few games struggled on the PS3 because you had like a cell processor, which is, it was a bit new, a bit different, you know. It was the only games console to have one. And Sony had to have it, you know. I think was... if I played it on newer, newer hardware, I probably would enjoy it again. You, you know, plus you know, the the graphics will be will be good. Well, the better. I mean, they weren't bad in the first place, were they? Really? Um, so one of those don't look too hard. Yeah, don't look too hard. Don't look yeah. too hard. And if you're not trying to fan fault, mm. generally Skyrim, it's pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. So. With janky combat, weird level up mechanics, whether it's you're trying to farm magical ingredients, whether you're looking into the sexual habits of the Daedric Lords, you're trying to look at all of the the backstory, the lore, if you choose to be a vampire or a werewolf, there is a lot for a lot of people. But despite everything, the 2011 release of Skyrim for PS3, you want to stick it in the cupboard of shit. Think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I mean, on balance, it is it is annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's got to go in. It's got it's, it's got to go in the cover of shame. It's right, um, the, but but it, it's teetering, isn't it? It's teetering because uh, just because it's in the cover of shame, it doesn't mean you're never going to pull it out and play it again. So. so uh... Well, we'll uh, we'll yeet that into the cupboard, but again, it doesn't mean that. It's not a good game, and it's not a bad game. It's you personally want to stick it in there, but I've got a feeling that you'd occasionally go back to it, regardless. Yeah, sort and of like then you'd remember why, why you, you put, put it, it why in you there. Put it in there. <laughs> yeah, so it's that, that's that. I think that's the best line. I think, yeah. I think that because basically we've we've spent. Um, I mean, I think it's about an hour now. But we've basically spent an hour talking about nothing because we haven't decided whether it's a good game or not. But, well, but, it's it's not about deciding whether it's good or bad. It's if you want to stick it in there. Yeah. I suppose the only question that I have for anyone that's going to do this 
and I'll ask it again because I want to get it straight, is, is Skyrim a guilty pleasure for you? Yes. Definitely a guilty pleasure. I, I think it is, yeah. It's not something you just want to yeet in there and just forget it ever existed. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a guilty pleasure. I, I think that I think that meets meets its criteria. I think they're better games now mm. than Skyrim that I'd rather play. But, again... It's definitely a product of its time. You, 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 the original I feel release. coming back to I feel coming back to it. Do, do you know, like... Um, I mean, I, I played Ghost of Tsushima recently, and that's a nice game. But so there's something there's something about Skyrim that is that is magical about it. It's it's so open ended. There's so yeah. much. You could be whoever. I mean, you could create a character to do whatever the hell you want. I think I've warmed to Skyrim a lot more during this talk because I think I come into this thinking. What tear a, it apart. What a yeah. sack of crap this is. Yeah. And then, and when were you, when you, because, and if, and if, if you said, um, I'd never be able to play Skyrim again, I'd probably be a little bit sad because I think I, I would actually, you know, if it was, if it wasn't going to crash it on me, I Do think, think I would it's... play it. I, I wouldn't play it till the end because I would get bored and I can't, I can't stop getting bored halfway through. There's... A lot, a lot of the story sort of like introduced you to a lot of the factions anyway. So I've got two more questions for you. Okay, two more. Okay, two more. Um, do you think that... I can't remember what number generation it is, so we'll talk, We'll say 360 and PS3. That's fine. Do, do you think Skyrim for 360 and PS3 is kind of like the game where if you're talking about it, you think everyone's played it? Kind of like the Mega Drive. If you say the Mega Drive or Genesis, everyone's played Sonic and Sonic yeah. Two. Everyone's played Mario yeah. on a Nintendo system. Sky- yes, yeah. I would say so. That generation of game, yeah, it, everyone's it, played Skyrim. Yeah, it's a big. So you know, it's like a big hit for the for that generation of games. Yeah. So I, if I you chatted so. with someone, you 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 just assume they've already played it. I would I would assume any sort of like person who 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 enjoys video games would have would have played Skyrim to some level at mm. some point or at, at least, least know or, about or it. at least are familiar with it yeah, yeah I mean okay. I mean I, I can't say I've played Skyrim a lot I've played it but just the beginning bit over and over again <laughs> but uh, so yeah. my final question for you and this is a bit of a tough one um, it's uh, I'm wondering what your answer is going to be if you had the ability to would you wipe Skyrim from the from existence no no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Despite you want, despite the fact it's a guilty pleasure and you want it in the cupboard of shame, you wouldn't wipe it from existence. There, there, there are there, the game is is shallow, and and sometimes it's stupidly shallow. But as I say, there is a charm to it, and and sometimes you just need to beat up a mud crab. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's some fun about wandering about and having some random encounter happen to you, and and that is fun. Um, and to be honest, there's way worse games than Skyrim. There's yes, there is. I can. I I play a lot of them. <laughs> there's just. I mean, if you think this is, a, you just feel like sometimes when you want something that's not quite as brain dead. It's uh, and even even Skyrim isn't quite that brain dead because it, it's got like a soothing sort of quality to it. It's where, kind of. I think it's the kind of game where you could put it on, not off the sound on. Mm. And like listen to music and still play it because it's got a level of engagement yeah. where you can see stuff flying at you, yeah. but you don't have to listen in. Yeah, 
Because it doesn't really matter, does it? And I think that's what I meant about the plot, because it there isn't really anything substantial. There, 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 there is there? a plot, but it's not really important. It's not, is it? It's just a gameplay. You make your own little story. I mean, mine was just to get to the next village and sell my water. Oh, no, that was Fallout. That was Fallout. <laughs> but, yeah, you get my point. No, it, it shouldn't be deleted. I mean, the... the, the so you, you, you yeah. wouldn't go so far as to delete it from existence? No, it's defi- it's nowhere near that level. It's, it's got its place in gaming history. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it's one of the, the classic... Definitely a classic of that generation. I don't know what would be a classic of other generations, to be honest. It's difficult... Well, th- that's where you'd have a deep dive and possibly a conversation with other people, wouldn't you? Yeah. Different points of view and sort of figure out. It, it, it's a, it, yeah, I think I've turned in, it has turned into Skyrim's quite good, hasn't it? Instead of... Well, that's like, I mean, I'll repeat myself. It's, you know, the cupboard of shame is places for games that you can't stand and guilty pleasures. And yeah. if Skyrim's a guilty pleasure for you and it's growing back on you again... All I'm going to say is play it, and within an hour you want to stick it back in the cupboard. Shit! No, this is this is the, <laughs> the, the, the uh, this is the this is the this is the Skyrim problem. The Skyrim problem is you what you, you, you love it, but once you play it too much, you realise, oh, for fuck's sake, this is yeah. this is ugh. There's just something about it. I I, I think ah, oh, I've had enough of this now. But it, it's a <laughs> it's a nice for a it's nice for a bit, and then ultimately it comes to that point. Mm. I don't know if that's my feeling about all video games now, but it's just... Well, I, I, I was actually going to say it's a nice creative waste of time, but mm. if, however you spend your time, if you get enjoyment out of it, it's never a waste of time. No. So it's 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 a nice way to spend an afternoon. It, it is, it is, it is. Yeah, it's, okay. um, you can be whoever you want to be, you can set fire to whatever, you can steal things, yeah. you, can, um, you can drop arrows on people from a mile away, or you can set... Set a dragon's ass on fire, whatever you fancy. Or place dress yeah. up as well. Yeah, or you could install a mod and instead of a dragon, you could have Thomas the Tank Engine trying to kill you. Yeah. So it's um, it it can make afternoons and ruin childhoods. That's probably the best <laughs> way to describe yeah. Skyrim. Yeah. It can make, think, okay. make afternoon and ruin childhoods. So with that in mind, um, thank you, Chief, for being on Cover of Shame. This was a bit of a weird one, first of hopefully many. It's been um, a pleasure. I apologise about the various tangents on. Tan- I'm trying to get back into tangents, so I I like my tangents. Yes, good. Um, I'm well, I'm good with tangents with friends. I like doing tangents. So that was covered of shame. You've just wasted an hour plus of your time listening to it. I hope you got some enjoyment out of it. <laughs> um, links, extra stuff, um, show notes, whatever the the hell you're looking for is in various podcasters. Um, It'll be in the podcatchers and the website proper. The links you want to look for for Waffling Tailors, Facebook, um, waffling-tailors.rocks, YouTube, Twitch, if we get that back up. Um, so I'll leave you with this. Um, Skyrim, a game about dragons. You don't have to fight dragons. Cool. Party ring. No, motherfucker. <laughs> Shameful behaviour. You should have said that's some shameful shit. No, when you go with Tifa and you've both got to do the panel and it opens the doors, you know. Oh, you mean the, um, you do it with Tifa, that's the second bombing run, the first yeah, yeah. bombing run to Jesse, innit? Yeah, Are you talking the original because it's not in the remake? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh no, the remix shower of shit that. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't. Just triggered at least three people. One of them being me. <laughs> it's awful. It's dilapidated <laughs> dog shit. And um, anyway. Just biscuit with icing on. Oh. They seem a bit sugary though, don't they? Well, yeah, because it's icing. <laughs> no need for that, is it? <laughs> what else is it going to be? It seems pretty sugary. Well, it's got sugar in. Okay. Sugar man! Sugar man! <laughs> Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. See the show notes for more details.